0: You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you here on a Wednesday. Give us a follow on Twitter at LockdownAZCards. That's how you can join the stream. You can join the live chat. We're doing it right now about 10, 15 Arizona time. We do it about every day. Right around this, give or take a few minutes. Make sure you're following along on Twitter as well. Follow me, Brock at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, Bob Rack. He's his way to type it into your search queue or at Clancy's Corner for all of Twitter's hottest hot takes that you can handle. It's
0: Alex. Alex, what's going on, man? Nothing. I'm just, God, these pro days just getting me so excited. Like, I I mean, 90% of them aren't going to affect the Cardinals (laughs) at all, but it's just like, it brings some sort of normalcy back. We're starting to see it, you know, like the NFL Goodell came out and said that they want to have fans in the stands. They want to have packed stadiums come week one. We'll see if that's going to be possible, but like, we're back. Like we made it through the, what could potentially have been the worst where there would have been no football last year. So now it's like, obviously with all of the people that have been affected by COVID, we're not, we're talking about sports specifically here. Like it's a good thing that we've kind of made that turn and now we're getting to see produce. It's not the combine, right? but it's still stuff we can just throw into our cerebellums and just watch (laughs) and these incredible athletes do incredible things. And today's no different with that with Jamar Chase and uh, Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah, arguably the top 2 prospects as far as playmakers go in this draft. I mean, Jamar Chase sat out the entire season after putting up 20 touchdowns from the receiving t- the position for one of the greatest, you know, college football teams of all time in LSU. Had Joe Burrow as his quarterback. That was the last time we saw him play competitive football. And then we also have uh Kyle Pitts, who's just one of those guys that's just he's he's almost positionless. If you're Steve Kime, you're probably drooling at the idea of Kyle Pitts because of the versatility, but at the same time, I mean, realistically, these guys probably aren't going to be there at 16 for the Arizona Cardinals, so as far as breaking them down, um, probably a fool's errand, I guess.
0: Yeah, but I mean, where they go is very important. So say, hypothetically speaking, uh, Cincinnati takes Penny Sewell, like they should. Yeah, Um, That just... It puts pressure on other teams to want to draft an offensive lineman because only Elijah Vera Tucker and um uh, and the kid from um from Northwestern, Rashawn, Rashawn Slater. Slater. Yeah. Rashawn Slater, there's only two left. So it may press them to take an offensive lineman instead of a wide receiver. If they take if the Bengals take Jamar Chase, it's like, oh man, there's only two left. Kyle Pitts is probably gonna go four to Atlanta. And then you're looking at two wide receivers from Alabama for a bunch of teams that need them. There's probably five teams that could easily use a wide receiver ahead of the Cardinals, and there would only be two to choose from. So the linchpin is kind of going to be Cincinnati if they want to protect their most prized asset in Joe Burrow or get him his best friend, best receiver from college to line up outside alongside T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. That's really going to be a determining factor, I think, to where the snowball is going to roll. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, they added a backup quarterback last
1: night. Colt McCoy goes to the facility, doesn't leave the facility without signing a contract. We'll get in and break down that move for the Cardinals. But their veteran backup quarterback now in the desert. What's that mean for Kyler Murray? What's that mean for Chris Strebler? What's that mean for Brett Hundley? Uh, we'll get into that conversation. Plus, the reports of another veteran cornerback potentially coming and visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Conflicting reports, I guess we'll say that. Let's talk about Colt McCoy real quick out of the gates here. Uh, I'm indifferent on Colt McCoy. I'm not a big believer as far as the, uh, the veteran quarterback presence. You know, I was doing a little bit of research that since Kyler Murray was drafted in 2019, there hasn't been a quarterback above the age of 27. That was Brett Hundley's age last year, even though he was inactive all season long. Um, it, it's been a young QB room. It's been, is it Gen, is it Gen Z? I think it's been Gen Z. The 20-somethings have been running the quarterback room since Kyler Murray came into the building. I mean, I'm talking camp arms. They haven't brought anybody at the position in that's in their 30s. So Colt McCoy, I'll say, look, if it, it's a different look.
0: What does he add to this organization, Alex? I mean, experience in the backup quarterback position. You know, I mean, I think he started around 30 games in his career. He's a guy that, has been, he would have won, the Cardinals probably would have won week 17 if Colt McCoy was a quarterback. Doubtful. I mean, you think so? so yeah. Okay, so let's let's just take this as face value what it is. It's an upgrade from the backup quarterback position.
1: And, and I that, think it's minimal. I think it's minimal. I mean, as okay. far as what the skill set is, let, let's keep in mind that Colt McCoy is, sure, he might be the epitome of, of a backup quarterback, but that's, yeah. that's also that you want guys that, can kind of vie for it. I mean, it's car. It's Kyler Murray's position. I I like. You can't tell me that Colt McCoy, outside of maybe giving Kyler Murray a little insight, and I'm talking like in game or like showing him how to prepare something that he's never witnessed in his career. Like, how far does that go? Because as far as the playbooks concerned, and this has been since day one, the playbook, and as far as the ability to execute the playbook. There isn't anybody really in the NFL that that could probably run Cliff Kingsbury's system like Kyler Murray, right? Like yeah, he's the expert.
0: That, yeah, he is. So. I mean, and we we said that from day one, but like I think we're we're looking at this at too much from a, a micro level. Like he adds stability to the quarterback room, regardless of if it's C plus stability or a Josh McCown all world mentor stability. Like like Josh McCown is known to be at this point. Say it's someone in cheek, but. You know, I mean, that's what he was known for towards the tail end of his career after leaving Chicago and, you know, staging with the Jets. Like, Colt McCoy has been around the NFL for over a decade. That can't hurt a locker room that has never had, as you mentioned, somebody under over the age of 27 as a part of it with Kyler Murray as quarterback. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt. And this is going to be something that we're not going to have to talk about unless Kyler Murray gets injured. Right. And that's a good thing. I don't think, like, there's, there's no way that there would be a backup quarterback that would come here thinking, Hey, I'm going to steal that starting job from Kyler. That's not something that we're going to be talking about. He has more knowledge of the quarterback position than cliff Kingsbury does. And cliff Kingsbury is the <laughs> only guy that's been in Kyler's that's been in Kyler's camp. Yeah. Well, so that it seems small and it most likely is, but it's better than the alternative of having to be like, you know what? If Kyler gets hurt, you're going to look at a bench CFL quarterback as your backup.
1: Yeah, I, I think you can look at it from this in using this analogy is if, if you taught yourself how to tie your shoes or tie a tie, let's just use that analogy, and then you brought somebody in who actually learned how to do it, you know, efficiently the correct way and, and just shows you a new way. It's not going to, it might not be better. It's just a new different, it gives you a different thought process. It doesn't just, it just doesn't end where it goes into the quarterback room as far as their intel as far as how they break down film. I feel it's just like a, a couple it's a bunch of kids in there. And I and I know that, you know, Brett Hunley, I thought I, I I I liked Brett Huntley as Kyler Murray's backup. Uh I just don't but I yeah, I, I can see the novelty of, of Colt McCoy in, in what it could kind of bring to the table as far as insight, knowledge, a veteran presence that hasn't necessarily been there. And yeah, he's gonna compete as as I see Isaac there. I mean he's gonna compete with uh with Chris Strebler for the since 2019.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a small necessity, but it's a that the Cardinals having. Week 17, I disagree with i just want to this. There's a lot more important things to talk about. I think a guy with the floor as high as Colt McCoy's is compared to Chris Strebler, they definitely could have won that game. With, with Coleman. They, have a, they had a better chance of winning that game with Colt McCoy there with the amount of reps he's taken, whether it be average to somewhat below average reps that he took. I mean, he took over the starting job in Washington as the third quarterback uh, uh, several years ago. And I know that a lot of things have happened since then. But the dude just played in the NFL enough to where he could will a team to victory one game where you're playing against a backup quarterback. And I mean, either week 17 or week 18, that Chris Sheffield just couldn't do. So, and again, hopefully this is the last time we have to have this conversation yeah. because all he's going to be is a security blanket in case something happens. Right. That, absolutely. You know? Because that's the biggest
1: disaster. That's the that's the worst of all realities that if, if, if Colt McCoy has to start a bunch of games for this Arizona Cardinals organization, you're hoping, you know, best case is he's going to be that springboard as far as breaking down film, seeing things in game and giving... Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, little tidbits on the sidelines. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow along on Twitter at cards. follow on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, We appreciate everybody tuning in, watching. Follow Alex at Clancy Corner and follow myself, Bo Brock, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. We're going to come back. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals attached, conflicting reports, but attached nonetheless to uh, another veteran cornerback. We'll get into the conversation who and what. He could potentially bring to the table in the Cardinal secondary. It's all coming up next. One built bar has already punched its ticket to the championship game in the built bar bracket. Cookie dough chunk, well deserved. Now all we have is to see which protein bar it's going to square off with in the championship game. Is it going to be coconut brownie chunk or mint brownie? You can cast your vote today. Of course, builtbar.com. We've been telling you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market, and it's been like that for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all its bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best in Built Bar madness. Go to builtbar.com or follow along on social media at bar underscore built. Remember to use the promo code when you go to the website. Locked 15. You'll know, get 15% off your next order of delicious built Bars. That's Locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. and check back to see who's in the championship game and who will become the best tasting protein bar. You can get all the sports news you crave in under 20 minutes with Locked On Today, the podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. He upstate- updates you with the latest news in every major sports and helps Uh, Gets the help from local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy.
0: Can I say one thing about Peter Bukowski quickly? Yeah. Dude's got a great beard. You You like know, like, we've got got a hell of a contingent on the Locked On NFL with the host. Peacock's got a great beard, Brian Peacock, from Locked On 49ers. I've got... I'm a little patchy, but over the last seven or eight years that I've been growing, it's gotten better. Like, I... I envy people that can grow the beard like as high as they want, you know, and have it just be like a full on beard. And Bukowski's got it. I mean, I guess you need it. You like the Teen
1: Wolf beard, like where it goes up to your just below. No, your-
0: <laughs> I, I, I want. I want to have the option. You know, I want to have the option. I don't want to be reaching. Yeah, I don't want to be reaching or, or using a uh, you know chia pet seeds or something on my on my face to make it grow. Just I got to give kudos to Bukowski. For there, that. there is a look.
1: Uh, and I noticed it watching Alabama's pro day, and even before this, but Alabama's pro day where you saw Kyle Shanahan see Mac Jones perform just like Jimmy Garoppolo in in the Super Bowl. The Niners were just in just launching footballs over <laughs> wide receivers' hands. Uh, that he's got he's got the beard too, and and, yeah. and I just trimmed mine up. But I mean it's it's a it's like a, a mid 30s white dude look. Yeah, we're very we're big on it. It's very. Fan. It's very hot right now.
0: For- yeah, I mean, it is true, though. So one of the things that's and we'll get back, I'm sure. In yeah. A second, one of the most overlooked things that it's really, really coming in full force here. And I feel triggered when I see it, that a beard is makeup for men. Yes, like it is. And and women get so much flack and more power to a What Like, I don't even touch it. Yeah. You know, do whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you most comfortable, whatever. It really is. I don't want to see what I look like without a beard. Like I'm at the point of no return. It's been seven or eight years since I've shaved. And it was a huge mistake when I did (laughs) the last time it was a huge mistake. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, why would I ever do this to myself? So I want to suppress that as long as possible until it gets fully mainstream that, a Beard is truly makeup for men,
1: yeah. It's it's good, especially if you have a weak jawline or something like that. It, yeah, like
0: yourself, I know I got to look at it all the I time. I know. I,
1: when I trimmed it up, oh, this was, I, I go, uh, what is it? Arrested development, as I've, I've made a monumental mistake here. Um, so <laughs> the Quentin Dunbar report oh, came out yesterday. It was, uh, it was Ian Rappaport <clears throat> reporting rap sheets saying that Quentin Dunbar is going to visit the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals, and, and then later. In the day, I guess uh, it was it was Gambo over at Arizona Sports saying that he he was hearing something different that there was no Quentin Dunbar visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Like Quentin Dunbar, when we talk about being indifferent on Colt McCoy, uh, I'm indifferent on, on Quentin Dunbar. This guy was horrible last season. So if if he's not coming in to visit the Arizona Cardinals. Fine. I don't think Ian Rappaport had anything to gain saying that uh, Quentin Dunbar was coming in for a workout, probably got intel from somebody in Dunbar's camp, and then Gambo has a different source that's hearing differently, and that's fine. Uh, Dunbar would be a guy that would be a low-risk move, potentially potentially like medium reward. He was traded from Washington for a fifth-round pick after a really good season in 2019, like really good. According to Pro Football Focus, you know, in the '80s, as far as his his uh, where he ranked, Uh, and then last year he had the alleged armed robbery incident with Chris Baker. Was it Chris Baker, the corner from uh, the New York Giants? So he had off the field issues. He fish he he faced injury issues, and he was terrible on the field. His grade from Pro Football Focus it was forty seven point seven. It just wasn't good. Like, he was target practice for opposing quarterbacks. So, you know, a potential bounce back. He was a receiver at Florida. Washington didn't have that high of, uh, didn't think very highly of him. So, I, I, you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, before the Malcolm Butler signing, like, any veteran corner is going to look
0: appealing in this defense. Yeah. And uh, just just for comparison, um, what did you say his pro football focus was? This this past season, yep, uh, forty seven point seven. Yeah, Draker Patrick's was forty nine. <laughs> so, and he's a couple years younger. So, if yeah. I were to tell you Draygor Patrick could be four years younger, you get him in on a cheap deal, and you'd have another warm body, another warm veteran body in the cornerback room. You take it. Yeah, I mean, this is the situation you're in. You just need to slowly but surely move further and further ahead, and not have to worry and not have to trust Kevin Peterson or or ha- have a guy like that that's that's a depth guy play starter minutes when injury's not involved. And if you can bring in a Quentin Dunbar, not only will it keep the status quo from where they were last year, he's got some insight to the division, which which never hurts.
1: Yeah. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's not great
0: insight. Well you want to be a selling point, obviously. Right.
1: But yeah. the Arizona Cardinals look they they do need to continue to uh to just just flood the position with numbers. And, and that's what's intriguing the Cardinals fans. But at the same time, if Quentin Dunbar goes back to Seattle, if he signs with Detroit, I'm not going to be sitting here saying, okay, well, that's the one that got away. But yeah, would you like to be the team that he maybe regains a little bit of his 2019 form? Sure. But I would be more in the camp of believing that 2019 was an anomaly for a guy that switched positions going into the NFL draft basically. From Florida as a wide receiver to playing the cornerback position, popping with Washington and Washington believing, okay, let's sell high on this guy. Sent him back into to Seattle with all the, and then the baggage comes with him off the field. Which uh, you know, when we talked to Chris Russell, it wasn't that uh, he wasn't that shocked by what's you know being alleged of, of Dunbar. So you know, I I don't know. I mean, when you look at the guys that they've brought in so far, including Colt McCoy, you know, J.J. Watt, obviously. Huge, who just tweeted out he's reading, you know, a Pat Tillman book. He continues to do do and say and tweet all the right things.
0: It's a real deal. Like, this isn't an act with him, which is nice. It's
1: it's – they're all, you know, pretty high-character guys. This doesn't kind of fit that.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the thing, like, this is just a moment where we need to recognize the fact that if you don't draft well, you're going to have gaping holes in spots where you need guys that can play. Yeah. And sometimes – even though as as Steve Kime has mentioned and he's he's executed, strength and 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 leadership are two things that he focused on this offseason. It may mar that a little bit, but sometimes you can't be choosers if you put yourselves in a situation where this is what's left on the open market. You know, and if if it's a guy that's gonna not necessarily elevate but keep the status quo from last year. It's just something you have to consider. I mean, and if they don't, as you mentioned, if it goes elsewhere, you're not going to lose any sleep over it. But as many holes as you can fill before the start of the draft, it's going to make the world so much easier. Like, you want to have a clear plan going into the 2021 draft, not we need a corner, we need an offensive lineman, we need a a wide receiver, we need a running back, we need all these things. As long as you can check as many boxes as possible ahead of that, you're going to be in a much better position, especially if you want to trade back, if you have less needs, It'll be easier for you to determine, okay, these players will be here at the tail end of the first round. We can trade back, maybe X, maybe um grab a couple picks along the way to bolster the draft stock.
1: Yeah. Lockdown Cardinals, part of the
0: Lockdown Podcast Network. Your
1: team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Clancy's Corner at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Coming up the uh results to our Twitter poll Tuesday. Who should be the Arizona Cardinals starting running back? Plus a couple of the questions. Uh, on Twitter, we've received about a couple things that we've floated out there, plus what you're saying in the chat. It's all coming up. Final segment, locked on Cardinals. It's next. The final four is set. Who do you like to maybe make some cash off of Baylor, five point favorites over Houston, or is it the Zags, fourteen point favorites against the eleven seeded UCLA Bruins? You like any of those matchups? Well, go to Bet Online. It's the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You've got the college basketball, the tournament, just a few more games left before they crown a champion and go into the offseason. Or you've got the NHL, you've got the NBA, and Major League Baseball right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you could imagine. Bet online has it covered for all the news, scores, odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, and use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sign up today, get your 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code LOCKEDON. So the results there for Twitter poll Tuesday. Who should be the Arizona Cardinals starting running back in 2021? Your options, Chase Edmonds, a free agent signing, a 2021 draft pick or other your four options there uh you also we asked tell us who chase edmonds he was your second place nearly 30 percent, 29.4 percent uh your third place was free agent signing just over 14 percent and then your runaway victor was the 2021 draft pick at over 54 percent i think a lot of people not necessarily eyeing 16 overall alex but just hoping that Steve Kime either A, uses the 49th overall pick in the second round, maybe trades back in the third round, or utilizes a fifth round pick to get that uh, running back position filled. Somebody to maybe bolster the position.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's you're really going to determine it. If you, if you sign somebody before the draft, you think that that is where you're going to be. You're going to be with Chase Edmonds or whatever veteran back you bring in, and you're probably going to punt on a running back in the draft which is fine if you can get a guy that is, is young enough that's going to be able to have you know a couple hundred carries, get a, around 1,000 yards and 8 or 10 touchdowns. You need to obviously have production from that spot. Uh, if you want to go running back, it's more of a Russian roulette. Even if it's in the second round, I mean, with the amount of holes that you have, and you and I go back and forth. Like I'm not against having them draft a running back in the second round. There's going to be one there. There's going to be one that can have an impact immediately. And maybe you have a guy, especially for the second round, uh, uh, a pay scale. That's going to be an inexpensive option for four years, you know? And if you can hit on that, that's another box you can check, you know, for the next half of a decade or so. But if you swing and miss, that's another missed draft, another missed opportunity by Steve Keim to make this team better. Yeah. I'd much rather bring in, you hedge your bet a little bit, and I know it's lazy and boring to bring in a, a running back that we've seen as a retread or what have you, but I just think a, a known commodity, even if it's a, a B or B minus talent, I just think is more it's more prudent and it's a better, it's just better to, um, I don't know, shrink the spectrum of what could be by knowing a guy that you're bringing in instead of just drafting one and hoping he translates to the NFL level.
1: Yeah it was uh, that kid Nick on Twitter saying that uh, he thought he was one of the rare people that chimed in with other other and he thought maybe to trade for a guy like Kareem Hunt um, I just don't think he's available. I think Cleveland really likes what they have as far as the the backfield yeah. with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb um and then of course there are Eno Benjamin Truthers out there like uh oh, like John L they they exist uh it is interesting i, I just don't know what's going on behind the scenes with you know i just don't the Arizona Cardinals then given an opportunity to him when uh and Drake had the the ankle injury last year there mm-hmm. just wasn't a lot of hype surrounding the 7th round pick obviously a lot of people saw him star in Tempe for ASU I see Brock I see Frank kind of having the conversation about Quentin Dunbar and i think you know, Brock makes the the good point as far as uh, the Cardinals do have a lot of veteran leadership in the locker room. It, that, outside of Russell Wilson up there in Seattle, you know, Shaq Griffin who just signed the lucrative deal with with Jacksonville. He's only twenty five. Like mm-hmm. he's not a guy that's going to be able to tell Quentin Dunbar, who's older than him, how to act. And and it's it's a it's a good point. But there are a lot of there's still a lot of guys that I think they had better twenty twenties than Quentin Dunbar. He's a low risk guy. Like, if he if if he steps out of line, he's gone. It's not that big a deal. He's not going to be on a contract where you're going to have a ton of dead money attached to Quinn Dunbar. It's just, I think that the Card- Cardinals would probably be better served to kick the tires on a couple of these other guys. We'll see. Uh, you know, is is AJ Boyer? Is he still avo- available? Is, is Casey Hayward? Is he still available? Like I said, whoever they pick up, Alex, I think that they're going to be viewed as a low risk, good. Op- option opposite Malcolm Butler and hopefully somebody's draft.
0: Yeah. And there's a couple of things going for these free agents that they were to bring in. Number one, the cornerback room wasn't great last year. So it can't get worse. Like Patrick Peterson leaving. I think would you say that Patrick Peterson and Malcolm Butler are as close enough to an even swap as you're going to get with two 30 plus corners? Yes. I mean, okay. So say that's a wash. Uh, Dr. Patrick wasn't great. He had, a, he had a handful of picks in games last year. Um, and Byron Murphy was fine, but he didn't, he didn't blow the roof off of anything. What the Cardinals didn't have last year, even though the numbers were there, they didn't have the pass rush that they should have this year. Again, the sack numbers were there. A lot of us on Reddicks were against the Jets, the Giants, the Cowboys. As far as the sack numbers, I mean, I think a lot of people believe
1: in, in pressures and the Arizona Cardinals were top four as far as sack numbers, like a ton of sacks. What was it? Like 48 sacks. Something. It was a but lot. as far as their quarterback pressures, they were in nearly in the bottom ten. They were twenty first,
0: right? So, so that's that's one of the bigger knocks on Chandler yeah. Jones. Is where is he when he's not sacking or strip sacking? And like he has the extra wrinkle of strip sack recoveries, which kind of makes you forget that you know maybe he's not one of the best pressure guys in the league, especially you know turning thirty. Uh, their pass rush is going to be better this year, at least it should on paper, which will allow a little bit more leniency, a little bit more opportunistic natures for corners to make picks because the Cardinals were not great intercepting the football last year. They haven't so been for years. years <laughs> yeah, it's going to make cornerback's jobs next year easier. Mm-hmm. That's that's the idea. So even if you bring in Casey Harrod was an all world guy three years, two or three years ago, he's mm-hmm. fallen off. But when you have a pass rush like that it's going to be easier for cornerbacks to kind of turn back the clock a little bit with more opportunities and the ability to not have to cover for as long, which means quarterbacks are going to throw more ill-advised passes and that's how it works. But if you don't get pressures, if you're not in the quarterback's kitchen, you know, any cornerbacks going to get lit up if they have to cover for six seconds of play. Yeah. No. So yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I Casey agree. Aaron's a name that I, that I would love to see.
1: I think as far as the guys that they decided to bring in and keep, as far as Marcus Golden, JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, I think, was the exception. I think Chandler Jones, all three of those guys on each and every play are a nuisance for an opposing offense. Like, they they make impact. It, it reaches beyond the box score, and it also impacts the box score. Like you said, Chandler Jones, you know, 19 sacks. He, had this, he was tied for the league lead as far as strip sacks. And then you see J.J. Watt. He only had, what, five and a half sacks. But his ability to just impact and get a quarterback off his spot, bat balls down... It's just, it's going to be, it's going to terrorize opposing quarterbacks. And yeah, you and I could be playing in the secondary and probably come up with a few more interceptions than this team has in the last couple seasons. Let's get back into the rookie cornerback position or just uh, the the candidates tomorrow. We'll definitely do that here on Locked On Cardinals. Maybe even put a button as far as the rookie running back conversation, but it continues on here throughout the offseason. It's exciting. There's a lot of hype surrounding this Cardinals organization. And uh, it's well deserved. Can't wait to talk more about it tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of your Wednesday. For Alex, follow him on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the show at Locked On Cards, and follow me, Bo Brock at B O B R A C K. Thanks for taking part in today's podcast. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. We'll talk to you soon. It's Locked On Cardinals.